You are listening to the Fluorescence Podcast. This podcast is here to challenge you to think differently about how you currently live your life. And I hope some of these conversations encourage and inspire you to step into your true aligned purpose. We'll chat about all things business, lifestyle, and a bit of sustainability. We are so excited to have you along for the ride. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Fluorescence Podcast. I would like to introduce you to Ash Story. Her mission is to empower people to have open and honest conversations through the work she does as a communication and conversation coach. She recently launched her business, Your Honest Life, where she offers webinars, one-on-one coaching, and just general inspo chats on the gram. Welcome, Ash. Thank you so much for having me and for your very kind words now. Of course. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I, uh, I'm based in Melbourne at the moment. And um, so life is a little challenging, but it's, uh, it's, it's definitely character building for sure. So. Yeah, because you guys are still in lockdown. Is that right? I'm yeah, really correct. following. Yeah. 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 Yes. We have a, an announcement tomorrow. So fingers crossed everything goes well. I try to be the optimist about it because yeah. ultimately not in my control, but what it is in my control is the things that I do with myself. So that's okay. Amazing. Well, I think that transitions nicely into the first question, which is what is one when you've had in the past week? And this can be big or small. It can be anything really that you just feel like something's worth celebrating. I think honestly, there's a lot of things that I, I do that are worth celebrating and I say that in the sense that we should always celebrate our successes um one of one of the wins is actually related to to what we're going to be talking about I ran um, my third webinar this week and I had 12 people turn up and a couple people also um book for the recording as well so it like it went really well it was super smooth I got to talk about things that were important to me and and I really enjoyed it and it's uh it's for me it's a win because I'm doing work that I love and that helps other people and it's um it's really cool to be able to see that I jumped up and down in my living room afterwards and had a little dance party to celebrate that's so awesome and that's like that's exactly why I I've wanted to bring you on to the podcast because let's talk a little bit about how we met so we only and we haven't met in real life (laughs) online so it's still going all good so we both did Bryony's High Performing Women's eight-week course and I can't when do we was that June July I've like lost track of time yeah I well yes same because I've been like in my house for the last seven months so I think it was like either the last week of May or the first week of June like it was really close to the end or beginning of those months and then it was it finished up the end of July um so yeah we were both in um yeah Bryony's group coaching program high performing women's and yeah that's how we met and it was I mean I don't know about you but it was certainly a life altering experience for me this year yeah no it was awesome and we both I guess kind of launched things out out or after our Bryony's course me with the podcast and you with your business your honest life and uh, I was always following your activity and you started with card readings and now you're moving really into like the coaching space and the webinars and your win like you are absolutely killing it like your third webinar and we only finished our the course I think at the end of July and it's only October and it's so amazing yeah thank you I appreciate that I really do and you're right like both of us launched things I actually 
actually had a message from Bryony the other day and it's quite funny. Do you remember we had to introduce ourselves in the group when we went into the Slack community and she sent me um, a screenshot of what I had said and it was said, one big goal, I'm really looking forward to building more confidence in myself to take conscious and intentional action in my life, including bringing my passion project I've had in my mind to life and gaining clarity on exactly what it would be. And and it's just, she just sent me this said, oh, this is cute. <laughs> it is cute. And I guess I've, I got the clarity that I needed, you know, as, as, as did you as well. But it's just amazing how this, you know, one particular thing that can really help to push you mm. on the right path that you're looking for. Yeah. So I, I guess let's talk a little bit more about your experience with the course. So was there any like particular module or bit of learning that we did that really helped you move past all the bullshit that was stopping you from just launching your passion project? Yeah. That, yes. There's a few like value. Um, the values part I think was really interesting because it was being like, I'm, I'm 32 now and I feel like I do know what I value in my life and I know what those are, but I'd never actually sat down and been like, okay, let's actually identify what my values are. Um, mm. And my one of my core values that I discovered that was it's it was more like giving it um acknowledging it that was there was honesty and and along other th- you know along with other things um strength and resilience and um and my health and well-being which are things that i i value really high and i work hard to do that um but i think as well going through things like shadow work and mm. designing what my life looks like actually gave me some perspective of you know things that i do in my life that aren't serving me and things that i want to bring into my life to be able to create like create a life consciously rather than just existing and being a passenger in my own life if that makes sense okay yeah I guess that that was probably similar to me I can't actually remember like any of the modules I feel like that's so (laughs) bad one of my goals after we finished was to go through all the content again by the end of the year yeah (laughs) and I've written it down put it in your calendar in the back of my head because I know it'll be so beneficial if I do go through everything again and just give myself a little I guess boost because being in that eight-week course and being surrounded by all the other girls and having that community, like it was like such a different vibe and something I just wasn't really used to, like having very high vibe, high energy people. And after doing and people course, who people who are your cheerleader as well, yeah, people who are there for you and they're like, hell yes, we want to see you succeed just as much as you do. Like that was I've never experienced that before. Neither, and I. Like, I love, like, the friends I have and stuff, but to have people that were really consciously supporting you and, and, and everything that you did and were, like, keeping you accountable was just, yeah, something I had never really experienced before. And I think one of the things I did say when we, one of our first calls was, like, I was worried it was going to be, like, rah, 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 buzz, 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 good, good vibes, and then I was just going to go back to the exact same as I was before I started the course which is what has happened in the past when I've done other courses but there was just something different about Bridie's course and the actual work that we had to do and the inner work that we all did really changed just like I don't know like the chemical makeup of my brain and how I how I think and how I act and how I want to show up yeah yes I agree and I um because I've done some coaching before but it was one-on-one coaching and then I've always like I'm a big Brene Brown fan and I'll like I'll watch all the stuff like I'll watch YouTube videos and listen to podcasts and read books and that kind of thing but yeah as you said it was such a transformative experience that it's almost like um you know 
when you what now that I've seen it I can't unsee it I can't get rid of it now and I but like I also kind of I got to the end of of HPW and I was like well I don't want to stop because I am worried that like if I stop I'll lose my momentum so I do Bryony's mastermind which is um a little less intense than than HPW which is like a weekly call and this is just like a monthly call with a module and then I also now am doing her coach the coach as well so like it's just it's amazing to have the support network and to have people who are in the same boat as you who have felt the same things and not only that like they actually talk about it and they talk about their struggles and they talk about the things that they're going through and like what worked and what didn't and what hurt and you know whether it's personal things or business things it's so helpful because like we're all human at the end of the day we're all having a very similar but different experience yeah so was it hard for you to invest further and do the the what's it called mindset the, the mastermind yeah mastermind. So the mastermind and, and the co- coach the coach yeah um well i mean all of it was the first time around so i do that, i do this thing um and i've since come to realize that when i think about something too much mm. i it's an opportunity for me to talk myself out of it and i used to justify it and be like no if I'm over if I'm thinking about something a lot like I'm just giving it deep process and one of the things about my personality is I need to be able to justify like what I'm doing so it needs to make sense for me to do it and so even if it does make sense I'll find ways to like not do it and it's just my ego keeping me safe so when I um when I first had my call with Bryony because I had only like emailed or messaged her on the Friday before the course started on like Monday or Tuesday yeah so and we spoke over the weekend and I even said to her on the call like yeah I'll probably like talk myself out of it and then the next uh, that afternoon or the next day or something she was like I've just realized that I need to actually (laughs) call you up on this because you've just told me all these reasons why it's a good thing to do it so I think the mastermind was easier to do like to convince myself of it but then like when you are making a significant investment in yourself it's really hard to be like I know what I'm going to get out of this because it's so intangible like when you go shopping like I've got a a stack of books in front of me because I really Mm. like reading so when I buy a book I'm getting like a physical book that I can hold and read and I'm I know I'm going to finish a story by the end of it or I'm going to know about like emotional intelligence which is a title that I have there so but when you're signing up to personal development it's like like I don't know what's on the other side because it's going to look different for different Mm -hmm. people so getting over that stuff was really um, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I think that also, I guess, comes down to what your mindset is and perspective is going into it, right? Like the yeah. the what it's going to look like at the end fully depends on how you contribute and participate in the course itself. And I and I think that's, um, yeah, I think that's yeah. good because it it changes you as a person because it makes you show up in a particular way if you want it bad enough. I yeah. I think I was the same as well. Like I only signed up or committed like on a Saturday or Sunday before. And so I was like real fussed and I was like, oh my gosh, like I haven't done the first module. <laughs> and just me being a perfectionist queen. But yeah, no, I like it was amazing and I I really enjoyed the course and it was it helped me move past a lot of stuff and launched the podcast that I was sitting on for over a year and I didn't think I was gonna be able to do it and there was so much stuff stopping me from yeah just going for it and launching it and now we're here and it's great yeah and so like co- coach the coach I assume is quite a, a big in- investment was yeah. that 
How did I you... say that with like, I'm so grateful that I'm able to do this, but yes. it's like, yeah. but it's, but what it, where, where that comes from is like, it's, so, it, we find it so hard to invest in ourselves, but like people will go and like, I've done this. So like people will go and spend like tens of thousand dollars on cars mm. or, you know, they'll go and like be quite happy to go drop like $2,000 on a couch. But then like, you want to spend some money on yourself. Like, Oh, <gasps> shock horror absolutely I could not do that so yeah yeah it's it's a weird mindset that people have around it right because we like are our greatest asset and and like it's still hard for me sometimes like doing like investing money into the HVW course is freaking hard and I I did it and I'm glad I did it and so I I guess with me and my lifestyle I'd probably aim to do one course or something like that a year um, just with everything else that's going on but I just think it's so amazing how you are investing in yourself and like it's so easy to see how that is like transforming your life and just all the things you're doing like it blows my mind (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah well it's worth it's worth every cent like and 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 it's and it's hard it like and this is where money mindset and like Bryony talks about this um in you know she talks about it in HPW she talks about it in coach the coach and she has a money mindset course that's it's all to do with the way that you think about spending your money and the relationship mm. with you have with your money but like I you might be scared to part with it to initially but like fuck, I would do it again like twice over because yeah. I know now like I like you said with your podcast you've been sitting on your idea for a year and a half like mm. I've been sitting on my passion project for two years trying to figure out what it was mm. and how to bring it to life you know only knowing that like I just wanted to do something something so yeah yeah Yeah, I feel like we're kind of kind of in the same boat I I was think I was trying to conform to expectations of other people and what to focus it on and then at the end and I knew deep down like way deep down what I wanted it to be about and what I wanted it to be called (laughs) and like I'd write that down on my little notebook and not really tell anyone and then just yeah the work that I was able to do in H4W kind of just went like and like it all just like came out and yeah now yeah yeah, it's great okay let's shift gears a little bit I want you to tell us all about your honest life what's it about what's your mission and purpose with it and yeah all the different activity you're doing in your business yeah well so your honest life it's um had a couple of iterations of names in my mind um and it was the passion project that I alluded to before that I've been kind of sitting on for a couple of years and it so where it comes from we have to take it a backpedal it Mm. goes back to sort of um my experience with in my life so from the ages of like 17 to 25 I dealt with mental health and depression and anxiety and all of those things and what I found when I was growing up is that I didn't really know how to talk about my feelings and that's kind of where it came out of because as I started to get older I started to understand my feelings and listen to them and and I kind of got sick of not really speaking up like I'm I'm a very talkative person and my nanny always used to say to me that um she said you know when you grow up I imagine that you'll be a gossip columnist or something because you've always got something to say but it's like almost like when I needed when I had something to say about something that mattered like I didn't really know how to articulate it properly so you know you know growing up over what the course of like eight years when I struggled with my own mind and how to sort of navigate that it was almost like I didn't want people to have to go through the same sort of thing but because of my path with my career and I guess where I was in my life I didn't really know how to bring that to life and then a few years ago I sort of I wanted to you know I was seeing the prevalence of mental health not only that it was happening more 
but people were starting to talk about it more. And it was like talking about mental health as if it was a thing that happened rather than talking about how, how it was happening to them. And so what like I wanted to do is I wanted to be able to like, I wanted, I wanted people to be able to know how to have open and honest conversations, Yeah. but I didn't really like the, the clarity that I've only really got this year is I didn't know how to bring that like vision to fruition. Like I want people to be able to say the things that they really need to like speak what's on their mind and have really empowered conversations, but I didn't quite know how to bring it to life. And so it's kind of been um, it was it was my idea that was sitting in the corner collecting dust until like June, July this year when I really started to bring it to life. And I'm so passionate about it because I don't want people to have to battle with their own mind for eight years like I did. Like yeah. I want them to be able to find someone or something and 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 speak up and like in their to their friends or their family or in their relationship, like be able to connect better with their partner and not just on mental health things, like just anything. Like yeah. if something bothers you and if you or like trying to resolve a conflict. So that's um where it's kind of come from and where it's evolved from now. Like I kind of started doing some card readings, which I love doing. It's a very, it's a really nice way to connect intuitively with myself and other people and, and give them sort of a piece of honesty in their life. And then where it's evolved is that I am now, or I am a conversation and communication coach where I help people unlock that part of themselves and really learn how to communicate effectively and openly. Yeah. Well, so would you say that your experience uh, with mental health is definitely something that has fueled the, I guess, kind of space that you've put um, your honest life in around communication and conversation and helping people because you don't want, you didn't want others to, I guess, kind of suffer or go through what you had to go through. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. My, and, and it's, it's interesting because it's like, I'm very open about my mental health of people and it's, but it's, it's one of those things that like I can be vulnerable about it, but I don't want to flood people with it. It's mm. if, it, I'll, if anyone asks about it, like, or if any, if, if I need to connect to someone about it, I'll be open about it. Like, you know, going through depression is shit. And if people like, and I, and I truly deeply believe that if people can figure out how to communicate, it will make it better. Mm. And and if you allow, as well as allowing help, like I know that talking about it is not just a cure-all for depression. I'm not that um, under that illusion at all. But um, I think, you know, you see people that are in miserable relationships and some of it is like if they had the courage to have the conversation to say that they were unhappy and upset without being scared of the repercussions, which, you know, might be the relationship ending, mm. then I like... I would love to be able to help people have the courage to do that or, you know, to speak up to, you know, strengthen relationships with their family or their friends. It's funny, like our voice is so powerful because it's the only thing like people can't read your mind, right? It's the only thing that you can use to really, truly, clearly communicate with other people. Yeah. I, I feel like people like forget or don't actually think that the, how they communicate isn't open and honest. Cause I just hearing you talk, like I'm just like reflecting on different times in my life where I've definitely just not said anything because no one ever talks about it or no one brings up that kind of thing. So I'll just like keep it to myself as well. I don't want to cause conflict or controversy in my family and like things, so many di things could be different if I just spoke up, but have been feeling empowered enough to, speak up especially when you have like anxiety is 
so hard so I think that it's such a a great space to be working in and I think it's a a very important topic because yeah I I honestly haven't properly thought about how I communicate as an individual and where I could improve on you just kind of live life and go and just go as you please and not really think about the repercussions of not speaking up or not being open especially with the people that you love I feel like it's hard, the hardest with the people that are closest to you and that you love. I, I 100% agree with you because, and the reason that it's so hard for the people that you love is because you love them, mm. you're worried about their reaction worried, the most. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't want to hurt them. And then you also are worried that like, you might also unintentionally hurt yourself because of what, like what the reaction is. And it's because we don't know. And, you know, some of the work that I do in, in my coaching program with my clients is, is actually working through and f- working through fear like I still have fear around conversations but it's like you have to act in spite of that fear just because it's scary doesn't mean it is unnecessary it just means that it's like cool unknown and you've got to do something anyway and like you said you you keep quiet because people don't talk about it and I think there's there's certain things that like I'm learning to speak up about regardless of what what the reaction was um and like I mean one example is that I'm learning a lot about uh systemic racism and um I'm reading a book at the moment called white fragility and just read a a fiction novel which centered around um racism in america and calling that out in public is so terrifying because people get so frustrated about it but it's like and this is just one example it's like do i keep quiet and then get frustrated at myself for not being true to myself not being honest not being authentic or do i say something and just be like you know what i'm gonna cop it because it's the right thing to do Mm. or you know opening up to those people that you love and saying like and saying you know I I'm doing this I'm saying these things because I love you it's not because I don't like you or I don't care about you it's a it's a way for me to like being honest and being authentic is a way that I show you that I love you Mm. and definitely will take practice and especially having someone like you to be able to support people will be so helpful like I'm just trying like thinking about some of the difficult conversations in my life and there's some that I just have not been able to have face to face like I've written letters to people because Mm. I know that I'm not going to be able to articulate and get across what I want to say one being a very emotional person so I know (laughs) I just cry 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 but like that's a muscle that you need to like flex and you need to work to be able to show up authentically in in relationships that are really important to you. Wow. Yeah. It's so interesting. You mentioned that as well, because this has come up in, in one of the past webinars or I had someone who said like, I get emotional and I cry and I've, and I've talked to um, people about this, you know, when I'm doing the work that I do and you know, they're like, I get emotional and it's like, Mm. and it's so funny because we we sort of demonize the emotion as if it shouldn't happen, Mm. but like you can still be emotional in those things things but you don't need to like you don't need to rush the conversation because of the emotion so if you like get upset and start crying like that's cool let it pass don't try I mean have you ever tried to like stop yourself from crying and you know how you feel like it's like there's a volcano of tears inside of you and you're trying to not cry and it makes it that much worse like if you kind of let it it's that whole let the feeling happen you can get through it and then you can be a bit clearer because if you're trying to like articulate things when you're when you're in that in that space, it's, it can be really difficult. Um, and I spoke to a girl a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about the work that I do. And she said like, when she had an honest conversation recently, she took a journal with her, which had a bunch of things that she needed to actually get out. And Mm. it's so like, I loved how she 
talked about it, she was like, I knew that I would get emotional. And so I had this with me. And so, like you said, like writing the letter, sometimes it can be like as simple as like writing a little cheat sheet of like, hey, I know, I know I'm going to lose my shit in this, in this talk. So I'm going to have this little thing of notes so that if I start crying, I can cry a little bit and I can come back and we can, we can bring the the plane back on course um, Mm. and not start flying off in some other direction. Yeah. I think it's important to bring that to light that like that it's okay. Like to have someone to support you because I I definitely have in the past felt dumb for not being able to just speak off the top of my mind. And now that you mention it, I definitely should let the tears and the emotions just come out rather than suppressing it. I think I get personally get frustrated that I cry. And so I try and stop it as much as I can so that I can say what I want to say, but then it doesn't really work. Yeah. Well, next time I challenge you to just let the tears happen whenever yeah. that might be. Um, because like emotion is not something we should be ashamed of. It, Cause like, and it shows that you care mm-hmm. as well about whatever it is that you're having an honest or difficult conversation about. Um, But yeah, preparation. It's actually one of the things that I talk about is in my webinars that I'm doing at the moment is, is how to prepare for an honest conversation. Because like when we fly blind into something Mm. very rarely, works out and I think like you said it's a muscle that you have to keep flexing so if you were trying to like do something straight off the bat without that preparation it's going to be difficult whereas then eventually after time like you can build up that muscle memory and you won't need to repair as much because you'll be more confident as a result of all of those actions that you talk that like took beforehand so you know, you might have had, you might have to have a hundred honest conversations with all your prep and all your notes and letting the tears come before it gets to the point where you're like, cool, like, I think I've got this a bit more before I you know, need to go into that. Yeah. If, for any, if there's anyone listening that is like, they're really resonating with what we're talking about and they potentially know that they have to have an honest conversation or a hard conversation in their life. And I hope, hope that by us talking about this is kind of giving them encouragement and motivation to be able to action that conversation is there like one piece of advice you could give to them in that preparation stage so that I guess they can feel a little bit more calm and at ease going into that conversation I think um like um and I'm, I'm terrible for this one piece of advice like I want to flesh it out into three pieces <laughs> of advice but I think writing things down even if it's not like you know you don't have to go to an honest conversation with a pack of notes that you want to talk about right mm. but writing things down so that you know what you want to talk about like leaving it up in your head mm. means that you've got all these words and thoughts everything's swirling around in there so whether that's like free writing like and it could be if you're angry or you're upset or you're hurt like free writing and just getting all the emotions out or it could be like a um a can like a controlled journaling environment where you look at like what am I afraid of how am I feeling why do I feel like this what do I want to talk about to this person if you can get out on a piece of paper like what what do you want to do and Brene Brown talks about this and she calls it her shitty first drafts so your shitty first draft is like all the stories that you tell yourself it's all of the feelings that you've got inside of yourself because once you start to get it out you can then start to get the clear articulate articulated thoughts through and you can actually start to see what like how you can or want to resolve the problem so writing things down whether it's 
just like word vomiting on a page or going through like a, a proper journal exercise where you sort of follow some prompts is really useful. Or even like, like you wrote letters, like writing a letter to someone and I've written, I've done this, like I've written letters to like ex-boyfriends and burnt them. <laughs> and it's so, and it's just because I needed to get it out. And once yeah. it was out and you go through that process, you're like, Oh, it's out of my head. It's on a bit of paper. I have control over it, I guess. Yeah, no, I think that's like a really good piece of advice because just like word vomiting and getting it all out and getting everything that's kind of clouding your head onto a piece of paper, I feel like that would help the person get really clear on what they want to talk about and could potentially like get rid of things that like won't serve the conversation at all and just bring in like anger or like negative emotions that don't need to be present in the conversation yeah that would really yeah I can see how that would help and it can also help you identify like um, blame and shame language so like are you blaming Mm. someone for this and when we blame someone we're 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 not accepting the responsibility that we had to play in the situation Um, and I'm not a big fan of blaming anyone for anything anymore because you can you can say like you can say someone did x and the result was y but you don't have to blame them for y you can just separate them from that it's like their actions it's not Mm. the person necessarily and so when you're going through that process of the word vomit then you can you could be like oh well okay I'm blaming them for something and then like explore like dig deeper what like why am I blaming them Mm. why do why is that coming up or maybe I'm feeling shame about what's happened and where's that shame come from and why do I feel like that and so like shame is when rather than be like uh, I did something bad shame is I am bad or I am, you know, hurt, that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm. I'm just thinking like about a world where like everyone has open and honest conversations. Oh. Like it would just be a completely different world. Can you imagine? Oh, I honestly, like I dream of this where I'm just, you know, I'm just like, oh my gosh, everyone, they talk to each other. They say what's on their mind. They don't yeah. bite their tongue. And like, particularly in relationships as well, yeah, where people you know, they're complaining about their, um, their partner and it's like, well, have you spoken to them? Oh, well, no, of course not. Like what? (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) Don't you think that if you just talk to them and if you just said that, like what you said to me, you shouldn't be telling these things to me. You should be telling it to them. (laughs) People are, humans are interesting. They so are. I love humans, but they are really interesting. Yeah, well, that just goes to show like how much this kind of work is needed. And so the next question I want to ask you is, you've only recently launched Your Honest Life, but I'd just like mm-hmm. to get a bit of an insight into what your dreams, goals, and aspirations are with your business and where you want to take it in the next I guess let's say one to three years. Oh God. That's, it's so interesting because I actually, I'm hoping, I'm hoping soon we can go away for the weekend and I really want to like do like a goals day um, yeah. and actually see what that looks like. Um, I mean, at the moment I want to, I've, I've already locked in, uh, you know, from now until the end of the year, a couple more webinar dates. So I've got those set in. Um, I want to work with more people one-to-one. Um, I do eventually want to launch a group program because mm-hmm. I know, the value like I can work with someone one-to-one and we can we can break through what you need to to be able to be more honest and open and communicate better and to be that person but 
like my vision for where my business wants to be, I guess, in the next year is that I'm creating a community of people who empower each other as well as doing the work themselves to be communicators and to be open and vulnerable and authentic and to say the things that they want to. So like in terms of tangibly what that looks like, I've yet to do that work, but like I can just, I have this like vision of, you know, people who, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm doing coaching and I've got, you know, a handful of people or however many people it might be and we're we're doing the work together and in turn that's helping them create better relationships in their life like that's ultimately that's what being able to be open and honest creates is better relationships with your friends and your family and your lovers like there just would be so much less conflict maybe like one day world peace that would be great yeah no I love that (laughs) and I feel like the uh the having open and honest conversations at 100 percent means like amazing relationships right which is for me anyway is why we live is to build relationships and build connections Mm -hmm. and have a community like you Mm -hmm. can and do the grind and be successful and stuff but if you don't have anyone to share it with then i personally don't see see what the point is in that and so i love that that you're wanting to Mm -hmm. create a community and empowering others to be able to do it themselves and then share it with others and like ultimately it just creates like ripple effects and just waves of change yeah that that's so amazing I'm so looking forward to that oh me too and it's and it's like it's not without its challenges because at the same time it's like I have these great visions like I'm stretching and I'm very much aware of the fact that people are so resistant to being honest Mm. and people are so resistant to opening up and I've done a lot of research around this as well, like in terms of just talking to people who I've worked with or am working with is that people are scared of what they don't know. And when you are putting yourself in a vulnerable position, which that's all opening up is it's vulnerability in a nutshell, like that's scary as fuck. (laughs) It's just, you know, and no one really wants to, to do that. So it's, you know, I'm, I'm putting myself in a vulnerable position to do this work and I love it. Yeah, but it's also I just can't wait for people to be like, yes, I'm gonna do it too because I know it's gonna. And everyone knows, everyone that I've spoken to with some of the research I've been doing recently, they're like, I know that if I don't open up, it's gonna have repercussions later. I'm yeah. like, great, amazing, we've made the first step. Yeah, <laughs> first revelation. No, yeah. I want to ask you a question about because I I just watch you from afar and I watching all your activity with your honest life on social media and you're just like taking action and you're keeping up the momentum. And so if there's anyone, any of our listeners uh, wanting to start a business or start like um, a coaching business or anything like that, like, is there anything that you have done that has really helped you to be able to just keep like taking action and next step and next step and keeping the activity really high? Yeah. Yes, there is. There's a few things. I think for me, what I have realized recently is that I thrive on accountability. So for me having a coach and therefore having Bryony in my corner, yeah. you know, and amongst the other support coaches that I had in HPW and in coach to coach as well, like having someone who will keep me accountable and will call me on my own shit has been so great because I know that if I hide from myself someone else is going to see and be like what are you doing this is not what you want you're just you're being scared and then it's not even like being like oh like but I'm scared we kind of work through the fear together mm-hmm. um so that's been really helpful is if having my own coach and having that accountability because I don't know if I would have been able to take as much action yeah. but then again confidence is built by taking repeated action 
action. That's how we build confidence. That's how you build habits. And the more that I've done stuff, I've just kept going. Like mm. as soon as I finished my webinar, I was like, cool, when am I going to do, this is the first one that I did back in, um, in, <coughs> excuse me, August. Um, and then I booked the next one, next one. in, and now I've like booked the next four in. So I've got like, I've got the things I've, I've, I've created accountability milestones myself. And I've got like, I'm working with a client at the moment. And so I have her to be accountable to, to make sure that I am still leveling up so that she gets the best out of me as well. But it's like, I just, now I feel the fear and I do it anyway. And yeah. I think I used to do that with some things, but then when it was like, I, like I do it with sport and I do it with, with the, like my weightlifting and stuff, but I didn't do it as much in my personal life with those sorts of things. So it's been, a, they're very much a path of just keep doing something yeah. you know if you do one thing a day that's seven things over the course of a week have you read um atomic habits by james clear no but i think i've heard about it oh it's such a good book and it, like what i read it probably in like February, March. And one thing that I learned is that you just have to do one thing every day. Like you don't have to do 10 things every single day. You just have to do one, mm. one thing. Cause then it's seven things in a day. It's seven things in a week. Mm. You know, it's 28 to 31 things in a month and it's 365 things in a year. So like that compounds over time. Yeah. Dan, listening to you and just having this conversation, I'm like, ah, I, I need to take this advice. <laughs> Like I, I'm like, I'm doing well with the podcast and like keeping the momentum up on that. But then something I did recently that really scared me was a workshop for soul family. Yes. And so it was an in-person workshop at the local library here. And I did see this. Yeah. And so I like, I booked it in like two months in advance and then like I left it up until like the week before to plan it which was <laughs> retarded because it just made it so much harder for myself but like we got there in the end and afterwards it was amazing and most of the people if not all the people there were my friends and family but that's totally okay because it just means I have a great support system but well I and it's like so how many people came came to the the workshop like about 15 that's 15 people that you impacted doesn't matter who they are 15 incredible humans that came along their life is fundamentally better than what it was beforehand yes <laughs> yeah see you know this like celebrate it for what it is and not what it could have been mm. and that's like I mean I've done you know I could do that as well whereas I had I've had uh I don't know close to 50 people come through my webinars already yeah. and I could look at it and be like oh yeah but it could have been 60 no like 50 mm. people you know I had I had a girl that came to my my web my second webinar that I did and afterwards she had a conversation with her boss used like the framework that I had talked about and yeah. asked for a 30 percent pay rise and I'm like oh, you did what like, yeah oh my gosh spend an hour on yourself so like you never know what mm. you could you know what could come out of your workshop like your workshop that you did could mean that someone creates a lasting effect in their life and the lasting mm. change like don't discount it girlfriend and and in future just put it in your calendar like everything goes in my calendar now if I want to do something it's in the calendar if it's not in the calendar it's not happening yeah I need to get better with like digital calendar because this is still like everything gets written in here my diary <laughs> <laughs> well the thing about the digital calendar is you get like the notifications come yeah. up all the time it's like you're supposed to be doing this I'm like I am okay all right <laughs> I'm a, I'm I'm actually a noob though like it was hard for me to like figure out how to do this in google calendar to send your calendar invite but I did it for you that's all right <laughs> definitely need some practice I'll teach you <laughs> amazing well this has been such a great conversation and I just absolutely am in awe of all the work you're doing and just the way you're showing up and
and investing in yourself. And I'm sure my listeners would love to hear more about about you so could you just tell everyone where they can find you and connect with you yeah I want to actually acknowledge what you said first though and I really appreciate your words and thank you because that means yeah. means a lot and thank you I'm, I appreciate you and I appreciate that um if your listeners would like to find me I'm on Instagram at your honest life which I imagine you'll have show notes and you can tag it in there. Uh, I don't have a website yet, but if you go to my Instagram, I've got like links. You can sign up to my next uh, webinars, which I've got two dates in November, two dates in December. And if you want to connect with me, like don't be shy, please. I love a DM slide. I love talking to people because I'm a communication coach after all. So say hey and uh, yeah, sign up, watch the space. Great. I want to quickly say one more thing. I did a card reading with Ash and I also attended her first webinar and they're both phenomenal. So you guys should definitely jump into that. Thanks. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and investing time into yourself. I hope you got something from this. And if you did, I would love it if you shared the Fluorescence podcast with anyone else who you think may benefit. I really appreciate it a lot and it helps the podcast out heaps. You can follow us or chat with us on our socials at fluorescence.podcast and I will see you in the next one. Thanks guys.